This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. First alert, Weather Center. Wow, it's down to 14 in Gaithersburg, 15 in Arlington, still up at 17 in Lanham. We've got 16 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Coming up, the snow is gone from the forecast, but we're still stuck with bitterly cold temperatures. Stay with your first alert weather station for the latest as we have a long list of school delays. Several school systems are staying closed today as well. Also, in the Virginia General Assembly's new session, the first partisan showdown is about the minimum wage. I'm Nick Ainelli. Maryland's governor shifts gears on planned transportation cuts for this year. I'm Kate Ryan. Caps your winners 2 nothing over Anaheim. Good morning. It is 2 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Now that the Iowa caucuses are over, attention turns to the New Hampshire primary next Tuesday. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns is already there. Ron DeSantis is still campaigning, despite finishing 30 points behind Trump in second place in Iowa. The Florida governor went to Haley's home turf in South Carolina, trying to blunt her momentum. I mean, she's not going to win New Hampshire either. Donald Trump obviously, you know, you know, won a, won, won a good victory. But, you know, half the people wanted somebody else. Former President Trump was in a New York courtroom for jury selection in his defamation trial. CBS's Graham Cates says Trump may testify with restrictions. He can't criticize the judge. He can't deny um, any of these allegations. So what he is allowed to testify at is actually kind of a bigger question. Uh, and that's one that Carol's attorneys have raised. He's not an expert on damages. Um, he can't come up there and say, I don't have enough money because famously he's a billionaire. It's brutally cold in much of the U.S., but nine-year-old Quinn DeVere in Nashville is raking in some cold cash, selling sleds in a park. WTVF-TV's Chris Davis watched him at work. So sure enough, as soon as the snow started to fall, the inventory started to come out of the family Subaru. $20? Yes. And they were open. For business. Thank you. You can pick your color. And I saw this and I was like, oh, 20 bucks is not a bad deal. I wonder if I can get 15 for three. Thank you. Would you like orange or green? It's a full service operation with curbside pickup. Yeah. 
You're welcome. Customers can even go cashless. Fortunately, most people pay in Venmo. Keeps it easy. A version of the Apple Watch that doesn't violate patents on blood oxygen sensing technology can be sold in the U.S., says CBS News tech contributor Ian Shore. For future Apple Watch buyers, of course, this means they may not have this blood oxygen feature that is at the center of this patent issue. It also underscores the lengths to which Apple is willing to go instead of paying for a patent license when the company doesn't agree with it. It's called the land of fire and ice. Iceland is more than enough of the latter and is now getting a lot of the former. CBS's Ian Lee reports the country's president says powerful na- forces of nature are at work. This is big. This is serious. It's basically as bad as it can possibly get. The volcano blew on Sunday for the second time in a month. No one has been killed in the eruptions, but a worker is missing after falling into a crack opened by the volcano. The WHO says global tobacco use has dropped from one in three people in 2000 to one in five now. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. It's 2 3 a.m. Wednesday, January 17, 2024, it's 16 degrees, lows. It's going to say lows in the in the teens and wind chills in the single digits this morning. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour, melting snow paired with those with these sub-freezing temperatures have created icy conditions out on the roads this morning. The federal government will be open today, but employees do have the option for unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. Meanwhile, school systems across our region are changing their plans for today as well. D.C. public schools are opening two hours late. In Virginia, the following school systems are closed. Stafford County, Fauquier County, Fredericksburg City, Spotsylvania County, and Culpeper County schools again all closed today. Now the following systems are opening two hours late. Fairfax County, Loudoun County, Prince William County, Alexandria City, Arlington County, Falls Church City, and Manassas Park City Public Schools again two hours late. In Maryland, the following systems school systems are opening two hours late. Prince George's County, Montgomery County, Frederick County, Charles County, Calvert County, Carroll County, Baltimore City, and Baltimore County Public Schools again are opening two hours late. Howard County Schools are actually closed today. Meanwhile, Anne Arundel County Public Schools will have virtual learning for students this morning. In West Virginia, Jefferson County schools and offices are closed due to the weather. Essential personnel, however, should still report. And remember, anytime we have bad weather, you can read the full list of closings and delays at WTOP.com. Communities across the region are taking extra precautions against the extreme cold because of the risk to your health. With low temperatures reaching the teens, Montgomery County has issued a cold emergency alert. Health officer Dr. Keisha Davis says there are a variety of health threats from extreme cold, ranging from frostbite to potential strain on the heart from snow shoveling. Even just being out in in the cold, the effect on the lungs, people who have respiratory issues, asthma, COPD, that can also be difficult for them. Dress in layers and keep dry to avoid the risk of hypothermia. Montgomery County is keeping shelters open all day long. D.C. and other communities in Maryland and Virginia are making extra efforts to make sure those experiencing homelessness are not left out in the cold. 
Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 2.06. Should Virginia raise its minimum wage? That's a question state lawmakers are considering and it's led to the first uh, partisan showdown of their new legislative session. Virginia's minimum wage is $12 an hour right now, but a bill that Democrats are moving through the General Assembly would increase it to $13.50 an hour next year and $15 an hour by 2026. Democratic State Senator Scott Surville. It's extraordinarily wise to pass this. In fact, we're just actually keeping up with inflation, just barely. The Republican State Senator Mark Obenshane says he's concerned that it would negatively affect small business owners. This is going to have a very real impact on uh, many areas of Virginia. While Democrats do have the votes to pass the bill, its fate would be unclear after that, as Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin would have the power to veto it. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. An injection of money in Maryland uh, back into his projects that were just a few weeks ago on the chopping block. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us what transportation projects are now getting funded. Maryland Governor Wes Moore has announced he's putting $150 million back into transportation this year, restoring some of the $3.3 billion in planned cuts announced just last month. For example, $26 million will go back to locally operated transit systems. Montgomery County's ride-on bus service would see some of that money. $8 million will go back to Mark Commuter Rail's Brunswick line. And planned cuts of $10 million for mowing operations and litter cleanup along state roads is also being restored. This reversal doesn't rule out future cuts. The $3.3 billion in reduced spending is part of a six-year budget plan. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. If you're a Commanders fan, you don't get the thrill of watching your team compete in the playoffs this postseason, but you can start dreaming about the new season. And that's because fresh GM Adam Peters, just in from the West Coast, has been introduced after spending seven successful years with the San Francisco 49ers. Peters explains why he took the job. Great ownership group, a great fan base. The ability to start new with a new coach, all of those things were so appealing to, to me that really going through this process, it was very clear to me at a very early time, right when I met with Josh, this is where I wanted to be. So what is Peter, uh, what is Peters looking for in a coach? WTOP's George Wallace was in Ashburn for the news conference. He mentioned multiple times a very smart person, a person that is a leader and a guy that uh, he wants to be able to work very compatible with and share the same vision. So, And that's a chance to in- interview a number of candidates. I think they do have their eyes set on Ben Johnson. I think that is he is reportedly going to interview on Friday via Zoom with this team, and I think that is their top choice. But I think that he has his eyes set on number. They've started doing a lot of work already on the head coaching search, and I think he came to Josh Harris with the kind of coach that he's looking for. And more coming up in sports at 25 and 55 and stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest. And coming up after traffic and weather, the DOJ comes away with a win in court, stopping the JetBlue Spirit AORS major. It is two, a merger. It is 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go back to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
So just check with counties in Virginia, west and south of the Beltway. They report uh, nothing going on. Again, uh, they all advise, you know, Prince William County, Fairfax County, Loudoun County, all advise to use caution out there. You might encounter a slick spot here or there, especially on major secondary streets, side roads, or less well-traveled roadways. And uh, this advice from Fairfax County actually is good for everybody. Brake gently, steer smoothly, arrive safely. And again, that's good advice for everywhere that you go in the DMV. Now, the major road closures continue in Virginia. This includes the George Washington Memorial Parkway. That is shut down because of the wintry and icy conditions between the Beltway and Spout Run Parkway. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, all lanes are clear. We do have the uh, broken-down vehicle on the ramp from eastbound Braddock Road in North Springfield to the Beltway Outer Loop. But that's now causing too much difficulty. And the other major issue around town is the early wind warnings in effect at the Bay Bridge. That means sustained wind speeds of 30 to 39 miles an hour. So, again, be careful riding across the bay, especially if you're driving a, high, a uh, high-sided vehicle that is vulnerable to high winds. Also, these wind warnings in effect at the Harry Nice Bridge between King George County and Charles County, but at both of those bridges are not seeing any major delays with all lanes clear and a light volume of traffic. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Well, today is going to be dry, but with light winds and very low temperatures. We've got a cold alert posted for your Wednesday here, starting out with temperatures 10 to 20 degrees. Later today, we'll climb to about 29 to 31 degrees. Wind chills will be in the single digits this morning in the lower 20s for the afternoon. Clouds back on Thursday as we get ready for the next weather maker. It's set to bring some snow showers to the area on Friday starting early morning and continuing throughout much of the day. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got 15 degrees in Ruston, 16 in Bethesda, 18 on the National Mall and 16 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long fence. Save 25% on long fence deck on on long uh save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A couple of big meetings set for today. President Biden has called congressional leaders to the White House to discuss billions of dollars in fresh aid to Ukraine. It's a sticking point in talks on federal spending. But the meeting investors will be watching especially closely could be the one that will see Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun meet with the leader of Spirit Aerosystems, Boeing's main supplier. Spirit CEO is stressing the importance of working in lockstep with Boeing to improve quality controls after part of the fuselage of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 blew off a plane mid-flight this month. Boeing shares lost nearly 8% yesterday on worries the situation and investigations could delay production. A federal judge in Boston handed the Justice Department a win in blocking JetBlue and Spirit Airlines' $3.8 billion merger. Both airlines say they're considering their next steps. The immediate step by Spirit investors was to slash the stock's value in half. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, as more and more teens are overdosing on fentanyl, it's presenting problems for schools and parents that they've never faced before. So what can they do? Caroline King, emergency medicine resident at Yale University and part of a team that published new research about this, will explain their findings next. It is 2.13. Mr. 
Rogers said, look for the helpers. You can always find people who are helping. Thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us when my brothers and sisters and mom and dad and grandpa and grandma need them. Thank you, first responders. This is what I signed up for as a first responder. I am constantly worried about being exposed to this virus and potentially bringing it back to my home and my family. I'm going to continue going to work day in and day out and providing help to those that need it. We look out for the helpers because they look out for us. Thank you, first responders. Be safe, look after yourself, and look after one another. Thanks. Learn how you can help first responders in your community by texting BRAVE to 24365. Coming up, a Maryland man accused of killing his mother in their home is now under arrest. More news in 60 seconds. Looks like it's going to be another long, cold winter in our area. Make sure your residential or commercial heating system is ready to keep you warm all season long by calling the Crop Metcalf 5-Star Heating Experts. A Crop Metcalf 5-Star Technician has the training and know-how to properly fix and maintain your system and catch potential problems before you're left out in the cold. Call 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMetcalf.com. Crop Metcalf is the one with 5-Star. Crop Metcalf, home of the 5-Star Technician and proud partner of the Washington Nationals. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 2.15. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. As more teens overdose on fentanyl, schools and parents are facing a drug crisis unlike any other they've ever seen. Residential treatment facilities appear to be a useful and effective tool for some of these kids, but there are barriers to treatment, including limited access and cost. We're talking more than $20,000 a month. WTOP's Dimitri Soda speaks with Caroline King, emergency medicine resident at Yale University and part of a team that published new research about this in health in the Health Affairs Journal. They discuss what's good and bad about residential treatment facilities. For many children with opioid use disorder, outpatient treatment is a great option and often where we start. But for some children, outpatient treatment either doesn't work or isn't accessible to them. And for those children, they may need residential treatment to treat their opioid use disorder. We did a research study where we called every residential treatment facility that treats adolescents with opioid use disorder in the United States that we could find. We previously released research that shows that only a quarter of those sites actually offer evidence-based treatment. And equine treatment, equine therapy was more common than evidence-based treatment, including medications that work for kids like buprenorphine. This research project showed that not only is care not always evidence-based, it's extraordinarily expensive. So the average cost of treatment for a month of treatment is around $26,000, which is twice the annual federal poverty level in the United States for a single-family household. Half of facilities require some upfront payment, almost $30,000 in upfront payment before kids even get there. And 23 states, including Washington, D.C., do not have 
either a residential treatment facility or a facility that accepts Medicaid. So there is very unequal access that is not always evidence-based that is extraordinarily expensive despite that in the United States. In studying the problems, could you see some solutions or is this thing in such a bad way right now that it's a bit difficult to untangle it? Good question. One solution is that we need to expand access in primary care settings for addiction treatment. So everyone should be able to turn to their pediatrician if their family is in a crisis and know that they can receive safe and effective care there for their adolescent with opioid use disorder. In addition, we need better regulation in states and more funding to support better quality care and to improve access to treatment in states. Many states have opioid settlement funds and perhaps using some of those funds to ensure residential treatment access that's safe and effective and affordable for kids is one way to spend those funds. In this question, I don't want to blame the patient or the person addicted, and I ask only with the greatest of empathy, is there anything more to be done to either keep people from interacting with these medications or to find a way to stop them from abusing the drugs in the first place? Or or is that really not the focus of this particular research? That's a good question. So these days we think about opioid use in adolescence in kind of two camps. There is a lot of work in this country because of our increasingly contaminated drug supply to work with adolescents to really know that whereas 10 or 15 years ago, if you were a normal teenager who perhaps experimented and tried a pill at a party, it probably wouldn't kill you. And that is very different in the age of fentanyl. So there is a lot of work that's being done to educate children that one pill can kill in today's contaminated drug supply. On the other hand, we know that things like housing stability, stability for parents, really things that are at the heart of strong communities can help reduce substance use and make it easier for kids to function. The focus of this work has really been on caring for kids who have a substance use disorder. But the one thing that I'll tell you is we really advocate for access to buprenorphine, which is a life-saving medication for opioid use disorder that allows adolescent brains to heal. And for those kids, we really need to increase access to life-saving treatment across the U.S. That's Caroline King, emergency medicine resident at Yale University. Read more about her research on preventing young people from overdosing at WTOP.com search health affairs. And now let's go quickly to the WTOP Traffic Center and Ken Berger. Go ahead, Ken. Thanks a lot, Rich. The main issue around town, the only major closure, continues to be the George Washington Memorial Parkway because of icy and wintry conditions between the Beltway and Spout Run Parkway. Uh, they have detour set up, so avoid that area if you can. Otherwise, traffic around the DMV running just fine, although we have reports of some icy conditions here and there. So, again, be very careful. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Oh, thank you, Ken. Now let's go to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Veronica Johnson. Our coldest start in quite some time. The last time I've seen temperatures this low was back February 4th of 2023 when we're down in the teens around D.C. 10 to 20 degrees this morning. Later today, we'll see our temperatures climb just under freezing to about 29 to 31 degrees. Despite the sunshine, it is going to feel very cold. 5 to 10 degrees, your windchill readings this morning and 20 to 25 for this afternoon. Lighter winds on Thursday, mostly cloudy skies between 35 and 40 degrees. 
days. Then on Friday, we're back to cold. The next weather maker, we're on winter alert, could see a couple of inches of snowfall right now, looking like between one and three inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're at 18 at the wharf in southwest Washington, 18 at National Harbor, down to 14 in Sterling, and we've got 15 degrees outside the WTOP studios and coming up on WTOP. Another day to breach, and this time it might impact people who visited local schools. It is 2-21. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. This is WTOP News. It's 222. A District Heights man is under arrest this morning after admitting to killing his mother inside their home. 45-year-old Mark Terry is uh, charged with first and second degree murder in connection with the murder of his mother, 81-year-old Madia Terry. Uh, Prince George's County uh, police say they were called to the home on Brooks Drive on Sunday. When they arrived, they found Madia Terry unresponsive with bruising and trauma to her body. She was pronounced dead on the scene. Mark Terry is being held by the Department of Corrections. It seems almost monthly we tell you about a new data breach or situation where your personal information may have been compromised. Now, uh, we are learning that visitors to some schools in our region may be victims of something similar. Here's WTOP's Scott Gelman. It's part of a larger data breach that's impacting Raptor Technologies. Arlington Public Schools says it uses the company for its visitor management system. In a memo to families, Chief Operating Officer John Mayo explained the school district doesn't know what specific information was exposed or whether anyone accessed it. What does that mean if someone has my information? Like, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? June Prakash is president of the Arlington Education Association. She's wondering if the breach could affect school visitors who signed in to get a guest pass by scanning their IDs. That would concern me that there is that type of information and how that could be used in a data breach. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A spokesman for Loudoun County Schools tells WTOP that Raptor is part of its ITES security efforts, but it didn't say whether it was impacted by the breach. Prince William County Schools says it's notified federal law enforcement, but no school district network or passwords were compromised. Some of the people who were on board that terrifying Alaska Airlines flight are suing Boeing. Several passengers have filed a class action lawsuit against Boeing and Alaska Airlines after a door plug blew off a 737 MAX 9 plane mid-flight earlier this month. Attorneys argue the incident caused them physical pain, stress, and emotional trauma, some calling it a waking nightmare, saying they sent final text messages to loved ones during an emergency landing. The lawsuit accuses the companies of negligence. Boeing's also facing scrutiny from the federal government. Monica Ricks. CBS News. It's the first lawsuit brought against Alaska Airlines over the incident, the second for Boeing. 
Sports at 25 and 55. And let's go to Rob Woodfork. The Capitals were again without Alex Ovechkin, so the defense stepped up in a 2-0 home win over the Anaheim Ducks. Ethan Bear not only scored his first goal of the season, but his first since January 15 of last year. No, it feels really good. Yeah, kind of, you, know, you, f- you forget how that feeling feels, and it's definitely, um, you know, nice to get that out of the way, and now I can just you know, have fun and not think about it. Darcy Kemper had 24 saves, pitching his first shutout of the season and 31st of his 12-year career. The Commanders formally introduced Adam Peters as the new general manager in Washington. Why Peters, Josh Harris? Adam's a winner. He's won everywhere he's been. First in Boston, then in, obviously, Denver, then in San Francisco. And he's learned from a lot of great leaders. He's about excellence. He's about attracting the best people. One of those people being a top-flight head coach. What are you looking for, Adam? We're looking for the best leader for this team, for the Washington Commanders. And so uh, we, we have set criteria that we're going to have a, be aligned in that vision. And it's not going to be... In a box, it's not going to be offense, it's not going to be defense, it's going to be the best leader for this organization. To that point, Washington reportedly has an interview with Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris on Thursday. He was a defensive assistant here previously. And Friday, it's Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, according to multiple reports. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. And coming up after...